guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, and welcome to this episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence with me, Janice. This is a podcast about messaging, content creation, public relations, and strategy. So if you're a business owner who either creates content for her business or as her business, I know you'll find what you need to help create your success. And today we're going to talk about a strategy to make your life a wee bit easier, especially if you're a business owner who creates her own content for her business. Now that doesn't mean that professional content creators won't get anything new out of this. There is something in this episode for everyone, because today is all about repurposing. If there is one thing that has been pretty much true across the board for all industries, it's that content is where it's at. In terms of social media, marketing, PR, and sales, content is how we get seen, how we become known, And increasingly, it's where we spend our time, because content doesn't just create itself. Or does it? Okay, no. There is brain power that goes into creating content for your business. You might be researching trends, taking pictures, editing pictures, and the copy, crafting stories, redefining messaging, ensuring things are on brand, and I could go on. There's thinking and time galore invested. And honestly, you may still not be creating as much content for the various platforms as the suggested guidelines would like to say. This content creation process can become overwhelming, which might lead to frustration, lackluster content, when really we know that you are a flippin' hoot with a personality that deserves to shine through whatever you're putting out there. It can even lead to burnout. Or you might just decide to throw in the towel before you hit burnout. And the end result is unfortunately the same. Your business suffers from a lack of exposure. The good news is that there are different options available to you to make your life a bit easier without sacrificing your sanity or your visibility and growth. One option is to hire someone to do this for you. This might be something a bit tricky to define because I'm not sure which title to advise you to go searching for as this content job might overlap with others 
depending on what you want and what others are willing to offer. There's some leeway in how some professionals define what they do. Depending on your budget, you may search for a content manager. Now I do offer some content management services and others offer other services. So again, you're going to want to research what people are offering and understand that this is an investment in your business, so you should expect to pay accordingly. Alternatively, you could hire a social media VA and while you continue to create your core content, that VA could be in charge of some of the specific tasks, like the ones that I discussed a little later in this episode. That ensures that you have your core messaging intact and the correct content in place, but it frees you up from the myriad of ways that content can be repurposed. How you approach adding someone to your team will depend on your budget and your confidence in handing over the content creation and your desire to continue creating for your business. And if at this exact point you are thinking, yeah, I want to just hand that over, I do have a resource available for you called the Taking Control of Your Brand Guide. I'll link to it in the show notes. The other option is repurposing. There's really no reason why you should adopt a one-and-done policy to your content. It's inefficient and a waste of resources, particularly your time and having to constantly create new content. A lot of time, despite the fact that your content will live on a platform for years and years, oh, unless it's Snapchat, of course, that content is probably going to be missed. It'll get lost amongst the rest of the posts and the videos and the articles and the infographics and the whatever else. It's a fact. The rise in content means a dip in your ability to garner attention. It's not personal, but it is an opportunity to reuse everything. There's nothing new under the sun, and that applies to your content too. Now, before I dive into this short list of ways to reuse your content, I suggest that you get pretty clear just right now on the channels and the platforms where your audience is and where you are reasonably comfortable showing up consistently. Because the thing is, you are not going to be able to do all of the things. And the thought of doing all of these options is enough to make me want to cry. I can't imagine how you would feel. So just be aware in advance of what is likely to work for you and what is inspirational for the future. And remember to come back to it. So here we go. 10 ways to recycle or reuse your content, starting with your graphics. Now, if you have a blog or a website, you probably have graphics. So use those graphics to create social media posts. They can be the background to an infographic. Or if it is an infographic, Resize it and use it on Pinterest, on LinkedIn, or wherever else you'd like to be. And speaking of infographics and regular pictures, if you tweet or create short to the point reels, take those points and overlay them onto the graphics. Turn them into an infographic if you can link them all together, or use your tweet content and your graphic to create a quote post or a pin. Although using the same graphics in your social as on your website will ensure visual brand unity, I would make sure that your logo or your contact information is still on the graphic itself. 
If you're creating long-form content in the shape of blogs, articles, podcasts, YouTubes, IGTV, etc., take those main points and use them. They can each stand alone as a post in a series where you break down what you've talked about. They can be used as a reel or other short-form video for another platform. You can create a carousel post or a pin. You can invert one of these points and ask it as a question on Quora or Reddit. And you know what? That's actually a really interesting way to get different perspectives for use in future content, or even to mine for language to use in your future copy. What about taking that content and breaking it down into a series of more specific and shorter guest blogs or articles? You could use them in a pitch and pitch yourself as a recurring podcast or YouTube or even an IGTV guest, each point being the topic of your short segment. Also, if you're creating long-form content, take that content and bundle it as an ebook, either for sale or as a lead magnet. If your content is written, turn it into a video or audio, or vice versa. So to turn written words into audio, it's actually really easy. You can record on something free, such as your phone, or use GarageBand or Audacity, which is what I actually use for this podcast, and then upload the file to an email or to your sales page or to a private RSS feed and provide people with the link to that feed in whatever manner you feel comfortable. And instead of that content being the lead magnet, it could actually be the body of an email sequence that someone gets after they've opted into your email list or purchased a product. I've used the link to one of my relevant podcast episodes in my nurture sequence for people who opt into one of my freebies. And honestly, I felt like it was cheating a little bit. But then I realized that the podcast episode was actually really good and it added a depth of understanding for the recipient. But better than all of that was the fact that it was done. I did not have to recreate the wheel. It was up and running and it could just be put into this new place to spin. And since we're on the topic of long form content, you can always take that content and submit it somewhere else, somewhere like Medium or another online magazine. Even a traditional publication might take it. Now, obviously you need to check the publication terms. Some places won't take repurposed content, but they will tell you what you need to do in order to make it acceptable. You can take your blog post or your YouTube video and tweak it a bit, or not, and put it on LinkedIn for an entirely new audience to see. Working the other way around, if you are the queen of short form content, can you bundle some of it up into themes or into a story of some form and create a longer piece? You know, there are people on Twitter who come out and they post all these different thoughts on the same topic. They really tease things out and they explore in their 280 characters. Now, if that's you, take those tweets and package them up into a post or a LinkedIn series or pitch them to some podcasts as a story or pitch the story of how you took your tweets and packaged them up as one essay and how your life changed as a result. Now, what about pulling a point from a piece of short form content and then turning it into a tweet or a quote pin or post. Now you can always link back to the original or just let it stand alone. 
Whether you create long-form content or meaty short-form, a roundup type of post or reel or article can work for you. This is different from creating a longer piece of content because it simply repackages a group of content pieces. And you could write a little paragraph creating context around why they're grouped together or why the grouping is useful. Or you could just throw the grouping out there with a minimum of fuss as a new piece of short form content. And that content could go in any number of places, including a pin, a reel, a post, a LinkedIn post, an email. I think you get the idea. I actually did this recently um, as an Instagram reel and then I repurposed it as a Pinterest pin and I had a roundup of five podcast episodes that were specifically around creating content and I called it five podcast episodes for content creation. Easy. I had the content, it made sense to group it, I made a little video and then I reused the video. It just doesn't make sense for us to be creating all of this content and then just move on. Now look, I know this has actually been a bit more than 10 ideas and I've kind of gone off topic a little bit with some PR and strategic advice as well. I can't help it. But you know, (laughs) I can't help but throw one last idea in here. What about updating old content? So have standards changed in your industry? Have you changed how you approach things? Have you broadened or narrowed your position on something? Is there more up-to-date information available so you can update or insert statistics? Can you simply edit it and tighten up the wording, add in a new graphic? There is no shame in updating. It shows that you're keen to stay at the top of your industry You might even find new inspiration from your old material. Stranger things have happened. And if you really want to use these ideas to simplify your content cycle and squeeze every bit of goodness out of the brilliant content you're already creating, well, you can download or bookmark this episode. But I've also created a freebie with all of these ideas, plus a few more, so you can have it ready to hand when you need to get to work you can get this download plus a few other freebies on my website, janicefogarty.com, which, as I said, I will link to in the show notes. Okay, but did you see what I just did there? I repurposed the content in this podcast into a lead magnet for my email list, which obviously you don't have to opt into, but I really hope you do. Even though content is being recognized more than ever, as a necessary function of business, PR, and marketing, particularly for service-based and online businesses, but really for all industries. It's not always about creating new all the time. It's about creating quality content and then getting it in front of more people. And if they see it more than once, all the better. People need to see things more than once in order for it to make an impression on them. You'll also have a better chance of your content landing with someone if you give it to them in the way they like to receive it. Some people are auditory learners, some visual, some like to read into great detail, and others prefer a quick snippet. The more ways you break it down or put together your content and deliver it to your audience, the more chances you have of reaching them. 
repurposing helps you do this without losing your mind. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know someone who would enjoy these tips or a different look at strategic content creation, please feel free to share this episode with them. And hey, don't forget to grab your free list of repurposing ideas at JaniceFogarty.com. I appreciate you spending this time with me. And until next week, my friend, have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.